Wow! <laughs> How is everybody doing? Hey, hey! It's Spooktober. It's the season to be jolly. It's the season of love. <laughs> is it? I guess so. It's the season of love if you're one of them pumpkin spice fucking freaks. What the fuck? Oh, everybody. Oh. Got some pot of my in your eye. Guess who's back, back again. Back again. And it is indeed... Pot of my's back. Yes, sir. I am Tyler. I am Dan. And we are the hosts of said pot of my. Yeah. You see how all that works? <laughs> it's been a while. It's always been a while. Like we said, we're not going to go into that every time. Yeah. We're just going to keep it moving. Taking a summer break. How yeah. ho, ho. How you doing? How you doing? And uh, Yeah. Well, uh, how you been, Dan? Just chilling, chilling, you know, like a villain. Not yeah. like Tony, but, you know, somewhere in between. Oh, yes, you know, same deal every day. Every fucking day is the same thing. Every fucking day is it got to be fucking a pair of regularness socks. of life. Is it got to be a pair of fucking socks? <laughs> fucking bottom. But we do have in store a hopefully... What you believe is fun episode. We're pretty excited about it. Was, oh, yeah. This is going to be another installment in our uh, little series that we do. The kind of, you know, bunch of running themes that we have throughout this pod. And one of the, you know, character breakdowns. We are going to go with none other than Miss Adriana LaRosserva. <laughs> we figured, quite honestly. Booyah, hottie. Oh, well, yeah. But, you know, besides the fact that. She is a top tier favorite amongst any Sopranos fan, besides the people who are staunch rat haters and <laughs> therefore despise her. But we'll get into that. Yep. She is a mostly fan favorite, or a fan favorite of most rather. And you know, she's been in the news as of recent. You know, done some things, the headlines, which is we're not here for that. We're not <laughs> making any comments on that. However, the pod we'll make a few comments. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is, however, named Only Aid. You know, it's a little tongue in cheek, D. You get it? Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. You hear what I said, D? You hear what I said, D? Woo! But in all seriousness, yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is dedicated to Adriana Laserva. Only Aid is where we're going with this. But again, this is you know one of the one one of the series themes that we do, and we figured again that this is a good time for it, and. If you may or may not know, uh, she has made recent headlines for launching an OnlyFans. For those not familiar, yes, with I should have finished the, the pun with there, the yeah. news. There. Thanks, just in case I thought it was pretty big news. But thanks for the fans. For the fans that have not heard the news, that's the news. Uh, yes, Star Ledger. <laughs> Where your Star Ledger? Hey, in all honesty, it was in the post. There, yeah, there, there was, it was. It was there, so like, there's probably it was other, on like every online yeah, news source. Yeah, yeah, as they, far as I saw, was, they, there was a lot. She at least reposted something that was in the post. So, yeah, but I'm sure of, there were there were plenty others. A lot of chatter about it, you know, good and bad. You know, people have their their two cents to say and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I don't really know. know why. It's uh, yeah, I you know, don't really know why. All the power to her. You know, no, no, like I don't really know why everybody feels they have to make a comment yeah, or like exactly. have an opinion yeah. about it. Like I, I don't know why she did it either, but I don't <laughs> care. I don't, you know, I don't have to know why. It's not for me to know why. Yeah. So why do you? Why do other people feel they need to know why or get a comment yeah, a off reason, about yeah. what yeah. her reason may be? Like what? Maybe she just fucking wants to do it. Exactly. Who the fuck cares if she if that's how she feels? Then let fuck yeah, do it. yeah, let her fucking do it. <laughs> but. 
This one won't be too much about Dre De, De Mateo. Not too much. A little bit. Here and there. And we'll start it off with a little background on her herself before we start getting into some of the nitty-gritty Adriana yes. content. We'll start uh, off. Start off with the Star Wars Born. She was born in the Great Queens of New York. Oh. A New Yorker. Actually, uh, I I, don't. IMDB says that it's pronounced Dre DiMatteo. <laughs> Dre DiMatteo. De, de I feel like so, I uh, hear her say differently. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If IMDB is uh, lying to us, somebody just fucking wants her to be a new Dr. Dre on the block. Oh. oh. Dr. Dre, Dre of Bocelli, Dre of yeah. DiMatteo, oh, to Dre of Soup. It's a new Dre in town. <laughs> She's a woman boss. But anyways, I digress. She grew up in Queens, born in Queens, and then moved to the Up East Side. She was in a in Aretha Franklin's old townhouse, actually. Pretty cool stuff, if you <laughs> ask me, D. R-E-S-B-E-C-T-T. <laughs> yes, with all due respect. Yeah, her, uh, her father was a furniture manufacturer. All due respect. All due respect. Her father was a manufacturer of the furniture you know he made it with the italian uh, hands he made it the chairs he make it the chairs with his hands <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> uh but really uh she got some real mob influences from her grandfather actually uh he died in a plate of spaghetti while at the racetrack as she so eloquently put it herself in an interview um <laughs> And then uh, he actually won at the <laughs> won at the racetrack. Uh, the guys brought the money home to uh, her grandmother. Who said uh, he died, but uh, he won. Here's the money. <laughs> so uh, yeah, not sure if it's a good consolation prize, but I guess that all depends on your love for the man. I'll assume the love was real, so I'll assume it wasn't um, like a good consolation. Prize. Uh, I think she said he was like a serial cheater. He was a uh, he was a typical mob guy. Maybe so not. I, I think she was kind of you know. She was all right with the circuit, with the outcome of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a, a little true mob influence into her real life. Uh, so that's pretty, pretty cool stuff, if you ask me. Not uh, not all these characters, I think, maybe had it or or not. You know, I think some are like, you know, no, I never experienced it with family or anything. Meanwhile, you got some mm-hmm. characters that are Most like... Most of them, I feel like, yeah. Yeah, and then some characters are like, oh, yeah, I knew a guy who got his fingers chopped off. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know a guy, I know a guy. Exactly, exactly. But um, anyway, she did not go into that kind of life. She wanted to pursue a career of directing and went to the Tisch School of Arts and then ended up deciding to go into acting instead. Found a love for that. And thank God for that. And thank God. Yeah, she could have been a good director, too. Who knows? But maybe. maybe. <laughs> who knows? But anyway, she decided against that, went for the acting, and her first credit was in uh, Meet Prince Charming, 1999. i never seen it, but I uh, <laughs> have, to, have to pull that one up. Same uh, year as the airing of the pilot Same of The Sopranos. The but, uh, so just before that, she had been in the pilot of The Sopranos and then did another 48 episodes, or did 48 episodes total. And then she went on to do a few other shows. Joey as a Gina Tribbiani. She only did the, 48 episodes of the show? Of Sopranos, yeah. Wow. Surprisingly, yeah. 
I, you know, like, I know she missed the 86 last, total. I guess she she's missed not there for the, the last two. That double, one of, yeah, whatever you want to call that season. Well, she she was two two brief moments, but oh yeah, so she's in those still, credits. But even still, it's, so, uh, so what is that? There's 18 episodes, so, so that's 16 missing out of the 86, right? Is that what right. we're getting? Yeah. And then she's not too too huge in the first season, so I guess that's probably a big chunk of of yeah. what's missing there. I could think probably a few episodes where she's probably yeah not not there or whatnot. It's just surprising, just over half. Right. You'd figure she's yeah. she's in there for more than that. Yeah, definitely. It's a nice but nugget. Still goes to show what an impact she made, you know, even uh, being in so many episodes. Anyway, she uh, yeah went on to be in uh, Joey, that uh, friend spinoff, which was a uh, you know kind of a dud, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> not too well, but uh, yeah. also did Desperate Housewives, Sons of Anarchy, another big one. Yeah, I think that's, that's the uh, one. I think the the biggest. Yeah, I think the only next to Sopranos. Yeah, the, the the only other thing she gets recognized every now and then. We'll post something on our account, and someone who doesn't follow the account post is that wendy from right. sons of yeah. anarchy yeah so like, I watch I, your I fucking see. mouth you disrespectful <laughs> yeah. son of a oh, bitch she was adriana first <laughs> we had a first douchebag <laughs> <laughs> yeah but little bio little yes. background into the woman herself yes and uh, we're gonna so we'll start getting into some of the crux of the character and some of it will be the show itself some of it will be like kind of uh you know meta stuff in a certain way within you know kind of overarching themes that you know people pick up with watching adriana how they feel about adriana and stuff like that you know we'll make a quick mention this is one of those notes that you know when you hear the first time you're like oh and then you hear it a thousand times and you kind of want to beat your head in but i will make the mention just because we're doing the episode about her she was actually only brought on the show for the pilot for one line in one scene as the hostess in the restaurant and she didn't even have a name her name Mm -hmm. was hostess hostess and i'm not exactly sure i'm sure she probably can tell the story or has or maybe she she knows and doesn't share or maybe she has no idea i'm not exactly sure if the information is out there as to what she did in that small time that made her that made her and david chase's eye stand out and be like let's work with her more and give her more uh but that's exactly what happened i think that also was what happened throughout the show as you know the show grew right she was more and more of a focal point as opposed to in the beginning even after they extended her past you know just that pilot think she was more of a you know she's not a you know one of the guys in the in the family so of course she's gonna be you know more in the background and all that kind of stuff (laughs) but you know as i said kind of like meta stuff in a sense of her character not really you know in terms of reality but um so many girls seem to deeply connect with her yeah and i find it i don't i wouldn't say interesting but it's like you know something that stands out to me because it's one of the things about the show is that all these character who's, characters who seem to be not relatable in a lot of ways are actually very relatable. You know, that because they're living a lifestyle that a lot of us can't relate to, that comes off on the surface as, you know, we it's hard, you know, what what is what can I connect to? But then, you know, they start getting deeper with the show and all the themes that they touch on and everything like that. And I think her uh, as kind of the... Meadows is another young girl but the main like kind of young adult female on the show because Meadows younger 
at the beginning of the show and she kind of grows into that right whereas that's what adriana is throughout you know the entirety obviously there are other male uh excuse me female have i said male this whole time (laughs) (laughs) yeah excuse me yeah no they're both males i just i just regendered them both excuse me (laughs) she's the main young female influence on the show meadow of course is the other one but she's younger she's the right the the true young adult female and and meadow at times has hunter and mostly you know right. she has some friends in the, those first couple seasons always like around so it's like adriana's kind of on her lonesome right you in, know in that for, in that regard in that age range right she's yeah right so, i mean with chrissy in the group yeah the all the mob wives right and, she's the only one um really you know i have a little bit with rosalie and then again meadow she's dating somebody as opposed to married somebody so everybody can connect with that even if they are married they've had the dating stories or they're dealing with the dating stories right now everybody has you know that that kind that kind of thing um there's just that whole kind of you know i'm just a girl i'm dating a toxic man kind of like this is horrible you know thing that I think for, you know, for better or worse, based on the reality of what that means, I think a lot of people are able to connect with that. And I think they're just able to connect with the attitude that she has throughout the show, kind of the lightness that, that she brings to that, her, to herself. For, for being involved with this family and whatnot, she has such an innocent and kind-hearted nature mm-hmm. that's, you know, unlike... not I mean other ones are kind-hearted you know not saying carmela is not you know sweetheart at times but uh uh yeah adriana just you know 24 7 she just seems like the little like doe-eyed sweetheart you know right she doesn't have to ever really do anything towards the end with the till the fbi come involved she doesn't have to do anything like criminally involved or she's not doing anything criminal with the fbi but she does do some criminal acts you know but she's not harming anybody she's not doing any violence she's not committing any of these acts she's not I guess uh, yeah, she I in in the law term she would be accessory in in certain cases well, I guess I, when, once she gets like the club and stuff later, well right right you know, towards the like end that, she does guess, do some know. criminal things like like I mentioned but no 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 but, but, yeah. yeah from the go and especially yeah. relative to what the guys are doing on the show and right, even right. at times you know the the kind of uh, moral soup that uh, Carmela finds herself in you right. know sometimes while you can back her and believe and you know root for it. Exactly. Adriana just has like this real, you know, I'm not, that's not. There's like yeah. a different, like she's aware yeah, aware of it, but maybe doesn't totally and, embrace it in and, the same ways. And when know? I say I'm just a girl, I'm referring to like that kind of running joke that's on, you know, Twitter, like within behind the I'm just a girl, not, you know, dimin- no, she's just a girl. When are you gonna shut up? <laughs> no, I, I, I yeah. mean that, that kind of joking mentality that I don't, totally understand because i'm not a girl but i kind of have an idea of where they're going w- with that but yeah it's kind of like come on stop it yeah no 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 i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna do what i'm doing i'm gonna yeah. do this girl thing i'm girl, gonna run the club thing. and on yeah yeah girl thing. and look hot and that's also girl dinner and that, <laughs> and that's also you know probably the last points on this <clears throat> i think this is also and this is human nature very much part of the reason of why she's you know largely beloved and looked at as innocent and, and all those things is like you know kind-hearted and blah 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 besides the fact that it's like kind of real you know it's a real thing that this thing called the halo effect people who are good looking or very good in a certain thing people will look at them and just assume other good things about them and right. then the opposite is true the horns effect people who 
look like shit or do shitty things. You're just going to start to assume all the shitty things. So, you know, the fact that she's a booyah fucking hattie, <laughs> that definitely, you know. There's what, an a, objectification of her, for sure. Subconsciously. Yeah. I mean, well, just within the show. Yeah, yeah, within yeah, the that's show. That's not subconscious. I meant like. And beyond, and, yeah, beyond yeah, yeah, the yeah. show. Uh, yeah. That's that's definitely a. Um, oh, yeah. Not uh, subconscious. Big, that's very. A big reference yeah. to her rather, rather than just like, you know. Like I said, just being the kind-hearted, innocent uh, kind of, you know. And I think to her credit, I'm not going to speak to her, but she has spoken out that she wanted to get away from Adriana-type stuff. And I think it was more character content. It'd be like typecast into maybe all mob. But yeah, I think it was more that than anything else. But but yeah, I'm I'm sure the the objectification aspect of it, I'm sure, I don't really think many people find that enjoyable. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure that played some type of, what, I'm not sure, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. I would assume it played some type of role in her wanting to distance, at least at that, you know, at the point when the show was over, when she said she wanted to distance herself. From yeah. I, I just think like a couple moments that come to mind, like with Ralphie, the one scene he's, uh, he's kind of given out to her some bullshit. And then she's like, uh, like you can tell everything about a man by the way he treats a woman, you know, kind of, or giving it back, giving it back to Ralphie. I mean. Uh, Ralphie giving it to her he's he's um yeah he's being a an asshole to her same with uh Feech as well not as much of an ass but he's kind of being like oh look at uh look at this one over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah my compliments <laughs> yeah it's definitely like uh what are we doing here yeah, type they, of moment. Yeah, they're, they're just really eyeing her. It's like Chris is looking like this is my fucking woman. Polly sniffing the panties. Like, yeah, you know, there's, right. It's right. just it's very good, much yeah. a treatment of her that's not how you know. And maybe it's because it's Chrissy's girl that they feel they can do that because he's the younger guy. Because like, you know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good point. It's a, probably a combination of that as well. Got to give you your last name, Chrissy. <laughs> Which yeah. we'll get we'll get into that a little bit too, but no, I think that I think that's a a really good Until point. Then, keep your hands in your pockets. <laughs> exactly, we'll, we'll get there. But I th- I think that's a really good th- point. I think it's a combination of, you know, within the, the, some of it is within a way to disrespect Chrissy, but some of it is also because she's fucking hot. Yeah. So like, of course <laughs> no, they, they're going to objectify. Not, and when I say <laughs> not acting like a blind man here, yeah. right? That's that's pretty, and, and some that's of the objectification is. Uh, not necessarily maybe even all of it not necessarily david chase's objectification as much as it's a portrayal of like this is what happens in real life right so right unfortunately that meant objectifying her on tv too but it you know it's not like tarantino wanted to get her fucking toes in the shot because right. <laughs> he's oh, a fucking God. sick he's fuck sick fuck <laughs> that fucking man it's in really, jail i was watching pulp fiction and it's like you watch like mia wallace walking I, it's like really pronounced what, on it it's like what what, 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 what fuck? once it became like okay <laughs> there's no way we're denying this now and you start stacking it up you're just like wow this almost feels criminal <laughs> like there's that one i don't even remember the the movie but the one scene when he's sucking on selma hayek's toes oh, yeah, like he's literally still done. Yeah. i mean like <laughs> what how'd he get away with that yeah yeah, death Is, proof too. He's like, yeah, Kurt Russell. He has to do the same similar thing, but like to uh, Rosario. But he himself, too. he wrote himself like, no boys, I got this one. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> this one's on me. <laughs> take five. <laughs> Let me show you how you how you do it. <laughs> All right, take five. <laughs> oh, motto. So yeah, that that's really. 
you know, I'm sure females, girls can speak much better. But should, should I take that back? Which is the one that they hate? Was it women? Yeah, no, females. Let me let me take the females out of it. I'm sure women and girls can can speak to that much better. I always forget which one they hate because you know I don't know why. If there's any girls listening, because it's actually a respect thing. Because I believe the respect. I believe you hate female because of the mention of the word male. It's the distance. <laughs> so so woman. It's like sometimes I get across. Is it the man? Is it the male? Is it everything? Should I just call you girls? Should I call you gals? How about ladies? Should I shut up? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me moving, D. But yes, um, <laughs> I'm sure we are not the uh, the 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 ones to speak to about why so many girls can connect to her. But it is definitely oh. A thing. Um, IBS girlies. Oh yeah, there you go. That's another, that's why stomach issues. Yeah, we, and we joke about that all the time, and that's a I, real thing. I just saw like thing. Uh, real, somebody real saying thing. like it's yeah like fucking one in five people nowadays, or even more than that, like have like stomach issues, like and yes. like a lot of women too. So oh, yeah. it's like it's all the coffee. W- women joke about that, but it's all the coffee, just, and we're gonna get into that too. And I don't, I'm not, I'm yeah. not trying to preface too many things here, but we're getting into plenty. We'll get into all that, and then uh, one more kind of you know overarching meta-ish not really at all uh meta is not the right word for this one definitely at all but just like her her outfits and how they kind of stand out more yeah, so than the, any other female love. character for yeah. sure hands down without question uh you know the tennis outfits the two of them she's got the red piece she's got the blue <laughs> number <laughs> both it's, of those it's a mind it's a colors game there. Yeah. that's what it is it draws your eye in the the cat dresses how green is my fucking valley oh. See, blue red green it's all there please don't fucking transfer me now <laughs> uh the two cat dresses or the one cat dress the other one's kind of more of a jumpsuit yeah like that tiger kind of thing tiger yeah dress. right it's pretty cool we're watching uh <clears throat> a regular around the margins right now the the leather number she had on with tony in the back room when oh, yeah. when they almost uh you know stopped uh <laughs> Yeah. I could have if I wanted to. <laughs> the thought never entered my mind. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can. We can go through a whole bunch more. But she's definitely, I think, the number one aesthetic, at least from my point of view, from, from a from, female representation on the show. From the woman in the show, I'd say, yeah, her and Carmela. Her pretty, hair, she's got top. She's got the that. volume working in in a nice, nice oh, yeah, way. The, hair, the jewelry, the jewelry, always sure. with the, the, the cross. cross. <laughs> Maron, she's a Catholic. Oh, um, but yeah, a lot of. I'm trying to think of some other good outfits. Um, yeah, the ti- the tiger one's definitely a standout for me because. Uh, you know what? I like that it ties into one of those theories at the end with the uh, the mm-hmm. cat. Some people think the cat's Christopher. Mm-hmm. You know, or they. Polly thinks the cat's Christopher, and uh, a good theory is that obviously because the cat's staring at Christopher, Adrian, with all the cat prints, could be Adrian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also had a kind of unfair death uh, as well, you know, taken out in her prime. Yeah, <laughs> she did not have nine lives, that <laughs> Adriana. <laughs> she did not, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's that's also plays, maybe she did. <laughs> I think that also plays a little bit into you know just the connection people have to her because you know just the 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 jewelry like you said the clothing you know the I want to look want to wear that that type of stuff. Um, it all yeah. definitely plays into it for I, sure. I think yeah, and because yeah, she's that 
like we said, the, that only one in that range, I guess she's one that's able to pull off some of these dresses that are just like, woof, mm-hmm. not on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely a uh, key thing with her for sure. Yeah. And then I don't know if this is where you wanted to start with the arc, but I'm, I myself, and we kind of touched on it already, we're just going to start off really with her, her relationship with Chrissy, but I don't know if you wanted to start yeah, somewhere that's, else. That sounds perfect for me. Yeah, no, I, you know, like we said it's one of the things that really stands out i think for people the ability to connect with because that relationship um you know i will also add the precursor you know abuse aside and i also i always do that but on social media it's like (laughs) no matter how much you do that people always like but but he hit her he killed her which he he didn't kill her he had her killed or you know i bet you know led to her getting her killed that's a separate point you know because he'd still be you know guilty of certain <laughs> things in there but but you know but you know you, you you get what i'm saying of course we're keeping all that actual horrible stuff aside that's that's the point of the show is that these people who live these horrible lives they're telling relatable stories within that again the lives that most of us hopefully don't really have a connection with so putting that aside just just trying to think though like uh, of where Christopher's kind of more abusive her starts come because I'm thinking like season one does he lay a hand on her at all and from I don't know if he starts into season two I'm thinking the first time I could think is uh in front of Bevilacqua and uh Gismonti yeah you know definitely he, season two because it comes up with Richie for sure right and that which scene I, in the restaurant I, that you're talking yeah, about with the yeah, like, that is, Matt and Sean because I'm like thinking throughout season one, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think don't so. Feel we like have anything. Which, we have less I mean, of an I, insight in their life in season one, so I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I think feel like yeah, one. it could be less of it, but I I feel like also just that the younger Chris isn't really a made guy yet. Maybe yeah. even though he's not into season two either. But the first few episodes, not, not that, 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 that says that he you know has you know. Uh, right to at all that's yeah yeah say that no 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 no. yeah yeah yeah. no i get what you're saying he he starts going deeper there's there's more of a possessibility i guess possessiveness um yeah he just gets worse as a person yeah Yeah. which uh results in more abuse yeah but yeah no for sure but as uh but yeah season one i feel like we see a lot of support from adriana at into season two as well um she's definitely supportive for uh yeah for you know Chrissy in general into being, you know, this, you know, being a up and rising mob guy that he is. And um, she's always there by his side and always, you know, picking him up when he's down, you know. And I I think that's part of um, what makes them such so easily to, to, to connect to, because the thing is, like, even if you were watching this show in your, you know, late 30s or your 40s and your 50s or you know maybe your mid 20s and you're already happily married and you have a family and you know things are you're you're more in the tony carmella faction or area of uh, your your relationship life um you've already been through your dating stage and you could still relate to some of this stuff and like you know kind of sort part of the space that you know christopher and adriana are in of let's get out of this shithole and you know can we fi- finally move to a better house and like you know all, all that stuff um you know the the like unfortunately not the again not the abuse but the the arguing that the two of them have and like the up and down with with their relationship and they break up and then they get back together and then it looks like 
they're having trouble again and then they're engaged and, and, <laughs> and they're engaged. You, you know not every not everybody has to have a volatile toxic relationship on that level to be able to see parts of that and be like oh and wow, relate. yeah, yeah. I, I remember what that feeling Absolutely. was like i remember what this feeling was like <laughs> Uh, I, I definitely think that and again you know like you said we we're all young we, we all either thought we were that young hot couple wanted to be the young hot couple looked up to a young hot couple yeah. so it's a point in life that for most people watching the show because there's not many people 18 to like younger really watching it you know decent mm-hmm. amount but the biggest portion have either are either in that phase or have already gone through that phase right so right. that that's so it's, definitely it's part kind of, it. of a fresh look at that early relationship stage still mm-hmm. and uh definitely something people can relate to i think because obviously it doesn't start off right into chris being so you know hands-on with right her, you could start loving that, them at first that you can yeah you can build this kind of like oh this is a kind of sweet couple once you see them in uh a hit is a hit in that uh i know that's one that we've talked about this before, that you've posted that picture on Twitter before. Uh-huh. Like, oh, like, you know, dream goal, couple goals or whatever. Just yeah, saying, yeah, like, you know, just... That was one of them. was like, oh, um, did you watch the show? Right. Shut it's like the they're fuck? great, great fucking oh. outfits. They look good there, happy there. And, you know, he's God not he's not abusing her there at the moment. If anything, he's trying to help with that uh, music business thing, which, well, you know... Like, I'm clearly referring wants. to what you're seeing in this specific just this this one moment not like we're not it's carrying over to, to, to season five chris smacking her around like calm down now. yeah because uh, you know when uh, i won't even get into it <laughs> but <laughs> i won't even go there d but yeah don't no, let no, it do it it's just yeah a lot of that uh you know a lot of that early on um like i said with the support for chris and vice versa you know what um she wants to get into like this music business stuff with uh visiting day defiler all that uh, that great uh, alternative music, you know, it's not that headbang of shit that Chrissy's not into, but uh, she wants to kind of build something herself and uh, kind of be her own woman, and mm-hmm. this obviously also is in line with Chris because then he has to uh, secure this deal with the head shows Massive G the money, so Chris is trying to get himself involved, obviously, you know kind of pull himself up, give himself a name that he, you know, kind of brokered some situation and, you know, but <laughs> Hesh, what does he say? He, uh, you better pour some uh, fizzy fucking water on your head, kid. <laughs> I love, love that line because Chris is just kind of, you know, he wants to do something good for Adriana in that moment and, uh, you know, maybe get into Massive G's good side and then maybe something comes around with the music business, which... uh then they start to go doing so right and of course you know the whole stuff he he knows that massive massive is trying to move in and you know he's keeping his mouth shut and he's not like it and but the, another one with his eye on because he's kind yeah, of they're all, yeah. they're all just after eight yeah. you know, he's, yeah. i can't catch a break <laughs> um but that's definitely um i think probably they may have worked backwards like you know what do i know but that would be my guess is that they worked backwards but the defiler stuff i think is some of the uh early on seeds of what would turn into her crazy horse career definitely um yeah and definitely the same way in the sense that christopher is involved he's setting this up and there's still going to be an advantage that you know he and the guys are going to get from this yeah so it's the you know it's the exact same thing same 
industry-ish, not exactly. It's the actual industry, and this is a club, so it's actually a very two different, completely different industries. But there's live music. There's live music at the There's live horse. music. She gets to pick the band. Oh. You get to pick the band, Aid. Rocco, you fucking scumbag. Don't a bitch to me. You better whip your head, not over it. <laughs> right? He says that to him, right? Well, he says, uh... I mean, he, does he say it to somebody else? I think so. Yeah. Let's, let's go with it. He definitely says that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he said it to somebody else, but... Yeah, he, he that's, that's for sure. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, um, I, I, the um, the the relationship also it's you know in every way her complete arc considering it's the completion of her arc. The, her relationship is responsible for you know the, the the death, and I guess we can you know we're we're gonna bump around here, but but I guess we can you know kind of do some of that. Just, um, just to not cut you off there, just another another way she was supporting Chris Big early on. Obviously, all his screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Tennessee Williams screenplay uh, stuff. She was, I mean, the his most vocal supporter, I could say, because he was keeping that pretty secret from mm-hmm. everybody else. So, really, who else did he have? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, she was, she was there for him. Mm-hmm. What a gal! Yeah, what a gal! And um, you know, I well, I guess we can we could save some of the FBI stuff, but the uh, into season two. You have the um, kind of interesting layer. That's not a huge deal, but it is kind of. There's some subtle, interesting stuff there with Richie and being her uncle, and some of the stuff going on with Christopher. Right. And like we kind of mentioned earlier on, that's really kind of more in the um, you know the Richie character arc. But the conversation that the two of them have, uh, Richie and Christopher, that is in front of Satriel's, you know, where Richie's telling Christopher, you know, you don't put your hands on my niece. You know, once you have, once you give your her name in marriage, then I got nothing to do with it. Until then, you keep your hands in your pockets. Keep your hands in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Richie doesn't do that himself, and that's what you know. Ultimately, we get some killed. That whole thing. We've been there, done that. Yeah. But um, yeah. clever twist there in the writers. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. You know, I always when I go back and watch season two, I don't know if you feel this when I when I see Richie enter the show, I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Adriana, it's his uncle. The seeing them in the car, it's always just like a little bit of like a jarring because I don't, I'm not sure they have too much after that. And then what's weird too is that isn't so Vito isn't Vito related too? Right, to he's his cousin. Yeah, Vito's cousins. And then so that I don't know if that has Adriana related because then there's or Adriana later on she's yeah. saying to San Severino that Vito was like calling her every night or something like she needed somebody or whatever. I was look- <laughs> it's like wait aren't they cousins or something? I I, I was looking it up you know, when maybe, I was doing some of the this. Maybe the family tree doesn't. The, fa- that way. the family yeah. tree did what I what I was looking at. I, I forgot what website <laughs> it was, but it did Vito. have him. Yeah, it's like an extended distant cousin or something. But yeah, he's trying to uh, buck up. I the mean Vito. I mean, we all know what, what tree Vito is barking up anyway. Oh. So you know, maybe, maybe he was being genuine and just you know, Adriana took it that way. You know, yeah. That's... Vito was just trying to be a genuine, nice guy. Oh, you need anything, Aid? It was this close. <laughs> <laughs> it was this close when Christopher was in the uh, rehab. Mm, my it was God. this close. Yeah. Yeah, but. Again, there's there's not you, like you threw a shade with your veto. It's got to be resolved. 
there, there's not a ton there with that with her, but season two again, um, kind of a slow build. She's not uh, this. She's not a super huge focal point. It's really season three is where you start to see her life really starts just to begin to start taking a turn with uh, Danielle and the FBI. And you know, we we've talked about this before. I don't know if you had anything you want to get to before that. Before I go down that road, her date with Artie. Oh. <laughs> That was, was a fun, that was one of the funnier scenes in the show, no doubt. Is that an earring? <laughs> oh, this thing. <laughs> the the way he uh, the way she and she rightly so, you know, crushes his soul, <laughs> taking her hands away. Was it? Did she do it twice? Or was it once? Probably twice. Yeah, yeah, I think it might have been. I think it might have been a second time, but probably. And then, yeah. And again, Just... I can't relate to it. I'm not a girl. I think a lot of girls, though, from what I've been told, word of mouth that's a situation where they could kind of relate to it. they think a guy is cool as a friend then like oh fuck <laughs> this fucking just sucks already just you know going into that territory is just and the earring and just yeah. everything everything about is good old punching bag already it was just already what do you do and then the way tony's like smacks him around he's just like it's like, but I love her. <laughs> just like don't ever say that again i love that girl <laughs> Oh God! Hey, uh, Don't we all already? Come yeah, on, come on, wait get, in line. Get in line, <laughs> Buko. What are you doing? Where's the fucking head? This is an OnlyFans now. <laughs> <laughs> you got you wanted. Oh, well, actually, the world and computerize that. Well, you know what? That's a great point. I was gonna, I was gonna say they're struggling with the two first, so he actually might be a, not be able to swing the monthly payment. But you know, maybe, maybe he works out a deal with Tony. Tony make, gives him a bridge loan. Oh God. He sends it over to aid. And I will quickly say, just because we're speaking on the topic of the two of them, the quick passing, you might miss it, but if you're a big rewatcher, you probably have not in the crazy horse when they're having that big opening and the Artie's in the background of the, of the <laughs> with his hand. Yeah. He's doing the hand. When everybody's like, dancing, kind of vibe, or kind of, not dancing, but kind of vibing little, to the like, music. Two second, just like Artie's just And like, it's a young crowd and then just Artie's like kind of mixed in there. Standing out there. And yeah, he's got that goofy pseudo wave kind of like shoulder bob in and out little trying to be hip Charmaine <laughs> the kids broaden Charmaine. your horizons Charmaine the kids they're the future <laughs> they're the futures they're sitting here at the high chair one day they're gonna be my customers oh trying to plant the seed what do you want from me some fucking business yeah, but definitely um that that's a great little dynamic that the two of them have. It's it's only for kind of a few episodes. It doesn't really linger for a long term. It's to, you know, already goes back to uh, <laughs> yeah. schlooping around, getting getting it his just, ass beat just, back to Charmaine. Yeah. yeah. Funny fucking moment. Uh, yeah. Just, that's just that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> already saga there in season 3. Yeah. And then uh yeah, that little uh breakup that that uh, Chris and her have as well. And then they they break up and then he shows up at her house and like kind of throws her mom like out of the way, like twists her arm literally like that. That's the sickest thing that I'm just like, why would you take somebody back? They're literally like twisting your mother's arm. Just like, aid, I got you a ring. It's just like you did. It's just, mm-hmm. God, and again, damn it, aid. again, I will, I will submit to not being able to say for sure, but I would say, Again, well, not that exact situation because, again, even even crazy person watch that scene and be like, "How do you take him? He just 
ripped your mom's fucking arm out of her socket. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? And he like throws her out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Twi- what are you insane? Get out of here. Like, yeah. But I would venture to guess that there are a lot of girls who have either listened to someone's bullshit or have gone back and been like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" And you and they know it's, there's something yeah. in that moment where they, it was there then too, and I just ignored it. There's absolutely because that's truth. a human thing also. There's, but yeah, there's absolute truth to a lot of a lot of the moments, a lot that you can definitely relate to in that. I mean, also love love blinds. I guess you know she still obviously had feelings for Chris to, mm-hmm. to be able to take him back that he's you know mm-hmm. just like boom. But uh, yeah, there's um, something in that moment that's a, a little odd. But that's uh, that's the magnetic pull that Chrissy has. You know, he's a fucking charmer. But and I will also say, <laughs> Carmela say after he passes, uh, it's like a lot of women did think he was uh, you know good looking. <laughs> he was very desirable. <laughs> but um, um, I had a point there, and it was in one, and now it's out the fucking um, other. My bad. My no, bad. it's fine. I it was it wasn't. Uh, what were we saying? Something with the something. Some and some and some. But taking her back into season three and finally uh, yeah. getting back together. Yeah, you know, I I think, like I said, I, I think that's a very human thing. But you know, a, yeah. a lot a lot of people have just you know been down been down that road and things just very relatable stuff. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and um, I think if I'm you know recollecting, that's. It's kind of like perfectly timed because I think a lot of things, if, you know, if we're ready for the, some of the FBI stuff, um, I think a lot of a lot of it is, you know, very it's, it's a very slow burn in that there are so many times, even as deep as she was at that point, where if she could have pulled the plug and ripped out, she still would have been fine. And there's just slowly drips and drabs here along the way that are going to like, you know, kind of subtly start to show that her life is going to be completely ripped apart. And it's not even, it's, and you know, so many people would assume you're married to a mobster, like that's going to get you killed. And like, it's going to be a terrible lifestyle and whatever. And like, technically speaking, it is what get her, what gets her killed, but more indirectly than directly. It's really, you know, the ratting, the FBI stuff that that's really what, what does it. And fortunately, the fact that it's a group of guys who, you know, it's a no tolerance policy when it comes to ratting, my dear. <laughs> you know, right. th- that right. leads to the fact that there's unfortunately nothing in their eyes that they can do except get rid of her. But still, in a sense, it's a little bit more indirect. It's not like Christopher is a mobster and he just went on a tirade and he killed her. Or, right. you know, right. she, she walked in and they were taking care of somebody and she saw and now they got to get rid of her because right. she's alive you know something not, like that it's not a death sentence from the yeah uh, right de- from the go de- definitely but, not but the consequences are definitely always there yeah and you know i i think it, we've definitely talked about it before but we'll be able to get into it more here for sure i think that whole thing again is that her life is just completely falling apart and it's going to start seemingly pretty simple and i've pointed this out We've talked about it, pointed it out on social media. Um, I think it's very subtle. When she meets Danielle for the first time, she's out shopping. She's enjoying her day. She's shopping for a funeral. So, you know, <laughs> it's not that great. Somebody's funeral. Mm-hmm. But... Um, for Jackie Jr. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was, like, shot. <laughs> and... Um, but still, she's 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 kind of light, enjoying a day, kind of going around in the middle of the afternoon shopping. She's about to go get a coffee. She's about to go sit down at Starbucks. Sit down at Starbucks. Right? 
perfectly relaxed, I enjoyable, great. And her and Danielle scamper off, and they they go and they have their party, or not their party, their their coffee. And um, you know, throughout the saga with the FBI, her stomach slowly, you know, our IBS issues just get worse and worse and worse and worse and, and blah and blah. And you know, towards the very end, she's diagnosed with it, and it's become a real big problem. Or we're just watching it here in a regular, regular around the margins, which is kind of middle of five. We're getting real mm-hmm. close to long term parking. Close to the end. And uh, she's running to the bathroom. You know, she's getting. She's. It's like she's afraid to be away from the toilet. Right. And like you know, it really. It's completely in this time frame that you know with the FBI stuff, and in the last scene that she has with the FBI agent. <laughs> so the first scene with the FBI agent is Danielle, where she's an undercover. She doesn't realize she's an FBI agent. Yeah. And the last coffee. The last, last in-person one. scene she has with an FBI agent, because she ends up, <clears throat> she ends up calling uh, San Severino before she ends up being killed. But the last in-person scene she has one with an FBI agent with with an FBI agent is San Severino in the bathroom when she's kind of hiding out and she doesn't want to accept the fact that like they've got her boxed in and she's got to really pull something out of her ass and she's hiding in the toilet <laughs> literally yeah literally it's coming out of your yeah. ass oh <laughs> and uh you know san severino's like come on eh? like we, we've left the da you know you know numerous you know whatever it is three calls the backed up whatever which is bullshit yeah and she says you know you want a coffee and aid comes out and she's like oh no i can't my stomach and you can't say for sure, but it looks like it's a Starbucks no, coffee because no, it's got I, I think we've it's got the sleeve. But it's like no, def- no, no, I think I think we uh, yeah I think I had it's the white cup. They got a brown like sleeve. You could, you could see the you green could, like, logo. Just make yeah. out the top of the logo. Yeah, you could barely yeah, see it, but that's definitely what it is. Yeah, and it's just com- it's so completely from where she was just when that started with the FBI, just enjoying a nice right. cup of coffee. To here she is at the very end with the FBI. She can't even have a cup of coffee because her life is so shitty because of what's happening to her that her stomach is literally turned shitty. to shit. <laughs> so it's just it's that that arc is definitely very much in there it's kind of sprinkled about because the fbi stuff is little drips and drabs along the way kind of makes sense with her 46 episodes that's kind of 48 48 episodes 46 48 48 yeah 48 okay but uh yeah that's um that's something to me i caught one of those rewatches you and i talked about it yeah like like you said that's kind of hammered at home with some investigative work with the cup and you're (laughs) like all right we definitely think that's you know that's what they're doing there it's great stuff really when you put it together and who knows if that's was done intentional or not if they just happen to have like starbucks later on but it's like yeah it it seemed pretty total pretty like um could be coincidence yeah could be just like they had stuff duncan who knows panera yeah other random coffees but i show but i i do think the the stomach coffee the can't that yeah enjoy the fact that's the start and end i feel like there was a few moments in the show where they did things like that with like starts and ends Mm -hmm. and david chase has you know spoken about the ending of the show he wanted to kind of reflect the pilot of the show so I think it's fair to say he may have had that thought process when it came to other ca- just characters in general when they were being killed off. Maybe kind of find some ways to go back to the beginning. Well, no clues. In yeah, there, we kind of talked about that before. Can't say that's definitely what happened or what happened in this case, but I think it's fair to assume that yeah. could be, you know, something Irregardless, going irregardless. There's the, the IBS, the coffee, how she's able to tolerate it, not able to tolerate it, obviously, later on. Another thing, just, I mean, going into this whole FBI thing, because how you said how San Severino is kind of just bullshitting her about the making the phone calls and stuff. 
they the way they kind of manhandle her from like the beginning with like you know not obviously you know she's not a friend to them she's kind of with the other side that they're working against so you know they're not going to be too friendly to her but it's like they're they kind of just throw it to the wolves at the end. And then when San Severino realizes like, you know, it's like, Oh, she's gone. It's just like, you know, like we could, we could have had her. It's just like, well, you guys just didn't give a shit about her. It's yeah. Like, he, she, she could be a half away to wherever. And they just look at her like, yeah, like she's gone. She, like, she, she's like, and, and, and they knew it. Too. And, it's, it's, and we don't give a fuck. They don't give a yeah, shit. Right. It's just, as long yeah. as it's like, we just lost our line now. Fuck. That's what start, they care about. Start That's what they again. care about. It's just the lack of humanity, even on that side. Cause you think like these mobsters don't have it, but it's like, Hey, you know what? On the other side of the coin, same side of the coin. <laughs> and it's 100%, 100% true. Definitely a commentary. David Chase is kind of making about whether it's the FBI or U S government or, you know, in, in general for, for, for sure. And um, so just really the way that they use her as a pawn from really the very beginning, um, there's there's just they don't care what's going to happen to her. Whatever happens to her. Cool. Great. If she survives, that's fantastic. Well, she's still going to serve some jail time, most likely, or she's going to end up having to go into witness protection or like whatever is a shitty outcome for you, no matter what. And to be fair, it happens more later on. But she, you know, she's married or she's a girlfriend of Christopher. Like she has things from the very beginning that would make her culpable to certain legal ramifications. And then definitely at the very end, she's really caught up in it when when they have it pinned. Yeah. You know, with the yeah. uh, the murder that happens at Crazy Horse that she. Matouche. Yeah. That she doesn't, but definitely does help clean up and cover up and, you know, sweep under the rug. But, you know, to that, to me, and I think you would agree, I think most people agree when the fbi sees that it's like oh fuck we got something now now right. now we can really start and because you see it in the later on when they bring her in and he says she says i have been cooperating you've been you've giving been give- shit you've I been love- giving a shit because <laughs> because you know i i think not in the fbi's head or shoes or anything never have been never will be but i'm sure it's a very delicate balance because you don't want to just as soon as you have this person two months later get them killed because you're making it obvious because you're you're asking them to go above and beyond what they can get away with and not get caught right yeah she they're asking her to just bring chris in it's like not that easy it's like Uh, right like he's gonna go just willingly you know it's and not do exactly what you know what he did you know Mm -hmm. We all know what happened. So, and I also think one other little thing within the kind of FBI that's sprinkled in there—it's a little bit more specific to Cosette, which we'll get to here because we haven't Ew. brought up Cosette. He's a fucking Ew. friend. He's a dog. We don't fuck. You fucking barking. <laughs> you fucking, I know what it's like to lose a pet. But um, Cosette, I believe in certain ways, actually kind of represents a little bit of a symbol of her safety. Um, I think I've mentioned this also before, but when the FBI, you know, is going to reveal they they've given up the Danielle cover because Christopher is a fucking skavoos and he <laughs> he can't fucking keep it in his pants. Um, uh, so you know they're gonna they're gonna just bring her in. She's out walking. First of all, she's out walking. Uh, Cosette, and so it's kind of funny that that's what kind of leaves her vulnerable out to you know the public to be you know kind of closed in on come on goes that do it for mommy <laughs> <laughs> but we also see she's the first thing in the shot is this cosette walking 
doing walking to the grass, taking the old dump. <laughs> and and that's when they kind of pan up into to Adriana and you see the car and blah blah blah. But the shot starts with, with Cosette. The, the shot could be more of just I believe cause of my recollection, but she's kind of prominently featured there in the shot. And then throughout the season, you see a little bit more of her kind of like maybe prominently in a shot or ending, you know, the shot she will be right before they go to another scene. It'll be, you know, shots of her. So she's kind of like pinned in there, placed in there a little bit more prominently throughout. And to me, though, I think the the bigger one more than the FBI, even though, again, a little bit of a combination is the lack of safety and lack of regard, life, everything Christopher has. Christopher, ha- Christopher kills Cosette accidentally because he's high, but he kills her. And you're fucking high. <laughs> you and your fucking smack. Uh, it was fucking what? It called under there for warmth. Uh, but um, but yeah, Christopher is gonna get her killed. You know, she's she's she is so unsafe. Nothing can survive. Not even the little dog can survive around Christopher. There's there's just right, nothing here right. that's gonna that's gonna survive. This is a terrible situation. Everything's gonna, gonna peril. Everything's going to, to peril. Demise. T. Chris is gonna sit on Adriana. Uh, yeah, but um, also you know I don't know if there's any type of um even foreshadowing almost in that moment because Christopher smothers the dog and he doesn't end up doing it. He can't kill her. He's gonna kill her in the exact same spot on the fucking couch by choking her. Yeah, and he's he's like. Ah! Ah, and he can't do it right he can't just do it just about to suffocate her just like goes that right and um you know this one's going to be much more obvious but i definitely think in my opinion there is a little like you know i said symbolization there of like her safety her you know what's going to happen to her because again you know, around the same fucking spot right there the couch he's <laughs> he was about to fucking do it he can't fucking do it don't make me do it <laughs> Which Sick, I know, yeah, you know, that's a point. Crazy you... acting, too, from them. I, I was reading in one of the interviews, too, because with that and obviously with the last scene with CV, how, like, they didn't want to be, like, so aggressive and hands-on with her. And she's just like, like, just do it, like, you know, for the mm-hmm. scene. Like, you know, just go for it. It's, it's funny like, because... Just a dedicated actress there. I was listening to the Talking Sopranos podcast episode where she was on a little while back, not before, not for this episode, just as a, as a fan myself. <laughs> and she was saying exactly that. She was like, you know, everybody was like, you know, saying like, you know, hold back, take it easy, don't don't go over the top. And she's like, no, let's do it. I'm like, let's be in it. Like, blah blah blah. It's like, and she was like, Michael, do you remember? And he's like, no. <laughs> No. What a sick fuck! No, I don't. <laughs> Not in like, like a, probably like you actually ripped the hair out of my scalp. Like I remembered this like a core memory. I think it was more like the he didn't remember the the like the back and forth of like they yeah. didn't want to, but she wanted to. Like him, oh, like and the, her the, having the, to like actual, yeah, like, her having to like yeah. really make the case like, of like no, it's fine, I can handle it. Like you know, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he was like, no, I don't really remember that because <laughs> he, I had. Um, a lot, not I have. He recently said, and I think you've said it a few times. The hardest stuff for him to do was when he had to get physical with Adrian with uh, Drea. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, so yeah. And by watching those scenes, you could see they they gave their fucking all. That was, you know, mm-hmm. just just about up up in that white caps Tony, uh, you know, and uh, Carmela obviously going at their their own argument fights you know obviously tony not choking carmella but just the that intensity no yeah you you feel it's very real i thought 
there's a chance he was choking her out in that moment. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. it was a oh, yeah. possibility. No, the way her eyes look, it's like, yeah. oh, my God. He's yeah. He's which just is killer, and that's, that's which, it. Which, to your point, it's, like, scary how real it got. Her eyes were fucking popping out of her head. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, think you can make up that one. Maybe I I'm wrong. Was, yeah. That's just... Maybe I'm wrong. That's just... Yeah. Uh, or maybe she's just very talented with her <laughs> eyes somehow. I just made him look like yeah, that just a just about to be choked out, killed look. Yeah, that <laughs> is, it's kind of scary. How did she act that? <laughs> How'd she do it, D? It's fucking how satanic black like fucking she magic. Like almost dying. And uh, since we're kind of talking about the death a little bit, not not to get there exactly, but another little thing that um. We've spoken about, I've talked about, put it out there. Actually, it's been on the Instagram recently. I don't know if you are out there on the IG. We're uh, we're making our, our, our bones yeah. on the IG now. So get on the bandwagon before it's too soon, before you have fun, when you're late to the arrival. Uh, same same deal, same thing. Sopranos world on the IG. You're going to get a lot of the same content. Maybe we'll get a little bit different order. Maybe a little little spicy in there that you won't find there in the old Twitter sphere. Chicken was nice and spicy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's actually something that we put out there about this. Some people disagreed. I'm going to throw it out there now, and I'll see if you agree. But I think there is another little moment within the kind of, uh, you know, arc of Adriana that was a nice little... Uh, almost foreshadowing, I guess you could could say, of you know things to come, and that's when she's having her engagement party with her wedding with Christopher, which, as you recall, is such a um, you know quick put together wedding because she's trying to marry him because she believes falsely that if they're married, she won't have to testify against him, and it'll get her out of ratting and blah blah blah. It's a good attempt, doesn't work, <laughs> but she is uh, at this you know she's she's unwrapping the presents and. The first present, the first present that we see her unwrap, she goes to grab scissors, and Rosalie's like, "Oh no, 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 not don't use scissors. It's bad luck to use scissors to open up the presents." So she doesn't. She opens up the present. It is a uh, a toaster or something like that. Yeah, from Cuisinart. L from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the gift? Sorry. <laughs> watch it. Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah it's from gab and she says you know i've well i forget the exact line but i've made hundreds of uh, cheese melts for for sill on that yeah. thing and uh in my opinion i think this is a little wink wink gab and sill bad luck who kills who kills aid so why does he kill her because he's rat because she's ratting why was she ratting because this plan didn't work here we are full circle i think there's something there again yeah. say it Say she wants to get married to Christopher to avoid being a rat. It doesn't work. She continues being a rat. It ends up coming out. She has to admit it. That's what gets her killed. Who kills her? Sill. Who is this present from? Sill. She used bad luck with the with the scissors. I don't know. Fuck oh, me. Maybe it's together. nothing there. Maybe something to add into there too that I don't think we actually talked about yet. Oh, uh, here meant we go. To, meant to mention the uh, there's that platter plate that uh-huh. she gets also uh-huh. as a gift. It's like a big leaf. Yeah. And where does she meet her demise? Oh, in the fucking tray, you fucking go. In a bunch of fucking leaves. I wish we fucking talked about that. I would have fucking thrown that fucking shit in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I totally, I meant to mention it. That's a great point. I saw it like yesterday or something. I was like, oh my God, I forgot to mention this to you. Yeah, no, that's a great. Yeah, the, um. 
that's a great yeah. point because what it is for me and i would imagine you're probably similar if not the same and probably a lot of other people once you started to get into the sopranos rewatch and the retreads and you you like kind of understand how you can maybe start picking up on things one of the ways is that there are no real throwaway lines in this show. There yeah. is nothing that's in there for no reason. So what seems... Very, very intentional. Right. What yeah. seems like a throwaway line, what's... Don't use yeah. the scissors. It's bad luck because it doesn't ever come back. There's what <laughs> What was it there for? Right. So that's to yeah. me. And then I was looking at the leaf and I was like, is there anything there? I don't know. It's just a fucking leaf with the keys. I don't know. The keys, bad luck. But mm-hmm. the bad luck with the scissors. is Because <laughs> there is bad luck uh, traditions or omens with the keys on like kitchen tables or or oh, don't um, put your key on the dinner table or something like that i don't know to tie it in but i mean still car keys who knows <laughs> car keys what would what kind of keys would you be putting in car keys still in the car with her the leaves well yeah i gift. definitely think that the Little leaves ties in there. <laughs> yeah I, I definitely think the leaves the, the leaves for sure i mean especially if they went with a yellow leaf that would have been that, because it was more it was of a fall more. setting yeah yeah but i think I that's, a, so. that's a great point yeah but for it, sure I think it's all there. Yeah. It's just not going to work. It's a bad luck. No. But but going back to that uh, um, toaster often, Phil Leotardo would have, you know, really benefited from that toaster in prison. Wouldn't have had to grill his cheese melts on the radiator. Oh. R.I.P. Phil. <laughs> R.I.P. Phil. Pop pop. Say hi, pop pop. No, but it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a great point. That, Half of that stutter was intentional for anybody at home listening. The first half was not. And then I decided to let's tack some more on. <laughs> let's just make it obnoxious. But um, there's also. um, What else? Some uh, some stuff in season four with Chrissy's intervention, her infertility as well. Her, I guess, unable to be getting pregnant. I don't know if that would be exactly infertility or just, yeah, her inability to get pregnant. Um. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that also maybe ties into Chrissy's emotions towards her because yeah, he he treats her like kind of shit. Through. Oh yeah. Whereas he's kind of you know being nice with her early on, we see such a dark side. Yeah. Really quick, obviously through his drug fueled habits as uh, well. It's a very like it's a something good, definitely worth mentioning because I think that's another thing that some people can find very relatable that there are some men out there who are still who have for a long time and still are looking at women in that regard. And, you know, if you can't, you can't have me babies. You can, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah. And like, I think you know, that's, that's pretty shitty in yeah. a lot of ways. It's, it's incredibly shitty, but it definitely leads to him being able to make that decision to, yeah, to go down that road to, you know, to Clipper. And, you know, um, it even comes up when, when Christopher's having a baby, she couldn't have your baby. But she's having some other fucking kid, the guy's babies. Right. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> so, obviously yeah, just having to say it just to. It's definitely say face there, but it's definitely something that there's unfortunately a certain type of person. In this case, a certain type of guy, and in this particular case, Christopher Maltasanti, where I love you, but come on, right? Which that's shitty. Very yeah, shitty. Absolutely. And then uh, beyond that, too, into season five with the accident with Tony, that's another, I feel like another big situation. That's like a big wrench in the engine there for uh, their relationship, too, for his trust in her and everything. Obviously, which is kind of, I guess, fixed up by the end with the Tony B getting the med- medic uh, to come in and explain it. But 
and that that's kind of interesting too because i feel like that's one that's one of those things where there's a lot of like at least from social media there's a lot of different opinions on like what people say and felt during that moment there's a lot of people who felt like kind of grossed out when that episode just you know regular around the margins where adrian and tony look like they might get together as some people who weren't really sure what was going on or just kind of like thrown off there's some people who were rooting for it because they're uh fucking freaks and they just wanted <laughs> to see <laughs> they wanted to see tony and adriana fucking stop. yeah um i just yeah. like that's the whole episode for i like that episode it's just not not for those reasons no it's definitely a good one it sticks it's out it's uh it's a, a favorite into season five for me um it's uh yeah it's interesting how that one just plays out with uh that situation how it just leads to that whole telephone fucking game it's, yeah it's, it's a very yeah, yeah that it's a, it's a funny it's one of the weird situation that just you know there's serious uh implications obviously with what christopher thinks happens but it's one of the more unique scenes in the show when you really think about it i don't know if they have anything where they're kind of pop 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 from person to person there's yeah. something <laughs> semi-similar early with carmella in the phone and rosalie and forget what they're talking about and then yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. she then, uh, carmen rosalie are on the phone and then another person calls and she's oh, got to go yeah, back to saying like oh and rosalie says like oh, oh shit or something like that jenny jenny's on the other line so, yeah so, something i forget <laughs> i forget who it is but yeah kind of just going around making the rounds and the and turning it into broken telephone game all over the sunrise <laughs> sun visor <laughs> <laughs> that oh, that's the best just, one yeah they ended on the fucking home run hitter <laughs> Cody came all over the sun visor <laughs> like what yeah. i mean like no offense what do you think this guy is what do you think you got a fucking got a kangaroo dick like that's a <laughs> short that is a short it's a short mate <laughs> i mean Good lord! Uh, I, woo! I, you know, I, I, what goes up must come down. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if gravity's got enough pull there. Uh, again, again, unless there's some spring going on, and you know, a little extra. How you doing? <laughs> it came all over this. It's, it's, it's. it's, it's like, come on, just think about it. What do you mean all over the sun visor? What, what do you mean? It's the best guy around. What murder? What murder? <laughs> oh, I love it. He's the best guy. <laughs> it's funny because, like, the first time I saw that video, I'm like, these guys got, like, the look of it. I'm like, these guys got to be talking about, like, Gotti or something. It's, of course, they're talking about John Gotti. <laughs> what murder? What murder? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That video gets me every time. Yeah. And it gets me every time. That's a good one. It was, it, and it recently made rounds not too long ago. I yeah. mean, it's always going around, but there oh, was yeah, like yeah. a... There, there was a little bit of a groundswell for it. <laughs> I know we're hopping around a little bit here, but I, I think we're kind of finishing up unless you have more there, but I know we still... A little, a little post-death stuff. And All right, I think yeah. That's, but, that's really it. But I we still that. have the one thing here, which we said we'd get to, and I think this is a good one. I haven't really got into the whole rat hatred for the rat that the fans have you know we kind of sprinkled that earlier yeah you know i'll be totally honest with you i never considered it i think we may have talked about this in an episode or maybe you know just touched on it but i never really considered it i've definitely i've talked about before you know everybody sounds like a real fucking 
real sturdy fucking soldier sitting in your, you know, on your bed and your, your couch on on your phone saying, "I would have shut up. I wouldn't have said anything." Like she she could have figured something out. She didn't have to drat. She could have told him right away. She could have done this. She could have done that. Like, damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you say so. Like, kind of. I understand that maybe some of that stuff was plausible, but like. She's not built for this. Yeah, and that's, she's, she's built different. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you're not that guy. You're not, you're, not, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. <laughs> yeah, this that and it's kind of again. That's kind of the point. The FBI, you know, she's kind of a Bambi deer. She's kind of a sitting duck. <laughs> you know, and she's an she's an easy target. She's easy for them to manipulate. She's not built like that. That's not what she's. That's not how she thinks. It's kind of on Christopher. Coach her the fuck up. Culture up. <laughs> you didn't think there was a chance at this? Get your head out of your ass. What the fuck you doing? Learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> but but beyond that, because even though I personally think, again, it takes some real balls to pull that shit off and get away with it. And like, you know, the FBI doesn't pin you on something and they stay happy. Because like yeah. part of it is they're not going to believe yeah, Christopher, the the FBI, they just questioned me. I didn't say anything, and I'm just yeah. now coming home, and I'm telling you, what do you want for dinner? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, she's probably fucking dead as soon as that happens, just the way she was dead as soon as it came out, well, what she had been doing. It was like with uh, Jimmy first season, which right. which I'm one of those, uh, you know, persistent, it, maybe, maybe not, but it was, you know, one of those things, him coming out of uh, getting picked up and then going right to Tony's house. Obviously, that's a thing that guys do you know in that type of life they got to show face and say hey i'm out look at me i didn't say nothing do you believe me like oh you know that's uh but even still it's uh yeah it's it's usually doesn't work still yeah it's never never works and, and drinkers don't go don't get picked up and it's funny i think it might even be this show but they even say what what do you think tony's good to hear when he finds out that we talked to you you think he's gonna just be like all right no yeah. big deal they they know they, they plant that in their head like, yeah. yeah what do you think uh, how how you how you think he's gonna react knowing you had a, an agent at his house like R- that, right, right yeah this the, this is not gonna happen so <laughs> funny thing too going back to the uh to the to accident with tony and uh her saying, I was in, uh, she died. Like, you know, <laughs> drowned. Tony's just like, oh, well, I thought out a there was a connection between <laughs> us. Like, I'm not trying to be because she did. Usually not wrong on these things. <laughs> it's just such out of left field. Like, Tony really got a fucking just, it was such a throwback, like, fucking whole <laughs> fucking season and a half ago. Like, oh, my God. And <laughs> I'll, I'll also put that one girl that one time you probably asked for two seconds. He's a like, he'd fuck a catcher's mitt. That's true. I, I'll throw this one thing in before we uh, before we go back to the rat stuff. We were, we were talking kind of briefly. We mentioned the interactions with Artie and especially the dinner table and how funny that was. What's also hysterical and it's a little bit more Christopher, but it's her too. It's definitely her reaction when she, when she freaks out because he's putting he's trying to hit on Danielle too. I bitch my hoe. <laughs> yeah, and that entire scene that's one of the that's one of the classes. You said she had a nice ass. You <laughs> watching too many of those fucking videos. <laughs> I was trying to say something positive about her. Oh, because she's your friend. Yeah, it's 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 truly one of the one of the better fucking moments and <laughs> the show is a straight up comedy there's just there's no way around it there's just in the, in the oh dark and you know 
crazy moments. There's just too much humor. What? He's <laughs> trying to say something positive. The way he says that. What? Yeah, his his delivery. <laughs> Fucking God bless you, Michael. Michael Amp. Imperioli, that is. Imperioli. But, but yeah, so back to some of this rat stuff as we kind of come towards our conclusion here in the Only Aid episode. Only Aid. Uh, yeah, so there is a very heated sector of the Sopranos fan base who just cannot let her up, will not let her up, and there's nothing that, that you can say to convince them otherwise for her ratting. And I was just like, well, again, god damn, like, you people are passionate. Like, because we talked about this a little bit just before. <laughs> it's not a little bit. It's a rage. I just thought of a great fucking example, too, because I did that uh, post with the... Um... Like, there was the Roman Empire post going around, so I did, like, forget the Roman Empire, how much do you think about puss? All pretty fucking positive comments. If oh, you, you know what? If you recall, like, go, I don't know if you had went through. Might be sniffing but, some uh, some sexism here. I think, I think so. A little blur lines here. I think so, What the fuck's going on here? Getting a little fucking... Little oh, hypocrisy here. <laughs> Not my fucking house. But that's a, no, that's a great point. It's a great Women point. Bush. Not be- in the States. Because... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no there's uh just just thinking about that because that was like fucking just the other week mm-hmm. and you know we, po- we post about adriana she gets fucking shit you know fucking Damn rat it. fuck that bitch and then you post some you know about puss and it's just like puss we loved you why'd you yeah. have to go out like that it's oh. like he wo- he said fuck this brat he said fuck yeah. fuck the crew he wore a fucking wire fuck the cosa nostra he's like in I god's house an, i want to be an agent yeah <laughs> you're right he <laughs> was ready to go full rogue I go believe it. he wants to be a junior FBI agent. This fucking guy. Is it worst case of Stockholm syndrome? No, not Stockholm syndrome. That's the reverse. Uh, whatever the worst case of since I've seen since. That's the whole line. No, I think that's yeah. No, I think he says Stockholm. Isn't Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. Oh, I thought it. Was, I, I thought so. that's when you get the nurse or when you get like feel start feeling bad for like the criminal patient. It's the hostage. The Stockholm's the hostage. You start uh, feeling. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the. the so it's in him? a way, if you think he's like a hostage to the gotcha, FBI, gotcha, gotcha, which gotcha. is like kind of a sick way for the FBI to think, think of their informants. It's like they're, but they are, they are hostages. They really them. are, yeah. Because it's either, you either do it or you're going to jail. Yeah. So that it, that's 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 it's pretty sick. Pretty right pretty hostage like like circumstances. I guess that's you know when you're doing the crime, you gotta do the time. But yeah, that's you, you know you you're probably hitting on something there because it is not just like fuck her, she's a rat. It is. That fucking bitch. Yeah. That fucking bitch. Yeah. yeah no, it's it's very. She's a fucking rat. Fuck right. her. Yeah. No, it's like, well, I mean, it's from our perspective in, in dealing Shh. with the social media and doing this shit, maybe we have a different perspective, but we can tell you from our experience that's. Uh, yeah, there's a there's, lot of that there's out there. some really misplaced anger towards her that yeah. we just can't explain. Yeah. And, we you know, don't, we don't have it. You know, holding out that, again, anybody who maybe has this hidden on something personal hidden on you know that notwithstanding but i have to imagine there's not an overwhelming of that amount of that within even the people that how many people have gotten rat on like and, uh, you're tweeting <laughs> there, at me there must be like a big community of but, people yeah they're tweeting like, at us i i think i'm relating yeah. to this i was ratted on uh, yeah <laughs> i got tattletail on i know what it's like <laughs> I don't know what it's first, like to get tattled on. First grade. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking not on. Uh, yeah, that that kind of starts, you know, once we then get to long-term parking, which is, I think, 
everybody's holy shit because they really got rid of her. Whether you saw it coming at some point, whether you saw it coming in this episode and you realized where they were going, everybody kind of knew with the FBI stuff it's going to happen. But still, there's a holy shit. I can't believe they did it. Holy shit. I can't believe she's gone. And it's so bad. So many people find it so sad. So much more so than any other character that gets killed off. And she's the only one, I guess, other than Puss, who's that's a long-term exactly one that right. doesn't get to yeah. the very end. So I guess that has something to do with it. Yeah. And I think that's also... We've talked about this before. You and I, we were talking about it just just before. I knew it was coming. I didn't see it as early on as the conversation in this episode of Long-Term Parking. I saw it more in the, the drive. Some people say they see it as soon as the conversation between Tony and and Adriana on the yeah. phone. I don't think I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were, we were talking this before. I, yeah, it's, I knew it's, the storyline's going to end up there, mm-hmm. but I was still... I still had enough... I didn't realize soon enough to the point when when it happened, I was just like, oh, holy shit, they fucking did that. Yeah. I thought they would just take her to just about the end or, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> like the point of Christy, Christy, where Christy goes off like three episodes earlier or something like that. Right. Um, yeah, people people can't watch that one. There's a lot of people who can't watch that one. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, it's as... in, It's as big of a character loss as puss i think you know it it's uh it's pretty, it might be bigger pretty big yeah, yeah. just in the connection that fans feel in, in the in the family connection in the fan connection you know there's there's definitely a big love they also for her they also uh chase and chasing them boys <laughs> they uh, they gas you up because they think she's She's driving out. She's fucking, I'm gone. We talked mm-hmm. about this in the music episode because of one of that, right. that song. Yeah, leaving California. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. a great one. And you're really just like, okay, wow. Good. Yeah, they'd fucking go. go fuck this California. shit. Get the fuck out. Oh, oh, what? What's still? Do- oh, okay. <laughs> this seems a little fishy. <laughs> little fishy? Barracuda playing Hello. on the radio? Oh, Ooh, Barracuda. But but yeah, I, I think that adds to it a little bit also that you kind of she's crying, she's got the suitcase, and I think you buy into it. The song is it's really it's a perfect perfect build, perfect vibe. Um, yeah, I, I I think that hits too, and yeah. and everybody just everybody again had some type of. I don't think anybody was like, yep, saw it coming, no big deal, that's it, bada bing. Every egg, everybody had some type of what, what, uh, oh my god, no, I knew it, but no, oh yeah, you know, there's it was something. Not not only so as as a loss of a character, I guess a, a, a big twist, but it was almost like a Richie Aprio, like you know, you just didn't see that. Maybe if you had a feeling it was going to happen, we just didn't, just kind of blindsided by it, you know, just uh, right because Syl and Adriana, and I guess this is kind of part of the genius of it, but like you'd think, okay, Christopher's going to do it, maybe Tony's going to do it, fucking Silvio, yeah. which is that's kind of Silvio's Seemly role, curveball, yeah. And I feel like we don't see too many Syl single-handed taken out. We see one no. late, late in the and he steps second last episode. He kills that one, uh, and he kind of steps up about. Well, he he's going to go kill the coach right. in season one, and then Tony calls him off. <laughs> yeah, and then he's kind of, I don't know if he you know, he's is, was he going to be the end up the is, was he ending up was he going to end up being the one who killed Richie or did Tony just say get it done get somebody on it I know he said, get it done but it, was it just get somebody on it I think I think it might have been just get somebody on it get it done 
get it done. Oh, he says there's nothing. I, I really think there's nothing to be gained possible. by keeping him around. And he just says, get it done. Mm-hmm. So actually, come to think about it, if I remember correctly, it's kind of open ended. Yeah. So maybe he might have. Could not. <clears throat> he might have stepped up there. But yeah, he, either way, doesn't get his hands it, too dirty. Yeah. Just to see it in in that sense, like that, it's just very personal. But yeah, this is a big one. Somebody, let's let's let somebody at home fucking take it. We're not gonna let somebody, somebody trusted, somebody we know is gonna get the job done. Somebody reliable, keep their mouth shut. No fucking no shit. Because the FBI is already sniffing around aid, so let's not let's not risk somebody being sloppy here. Muscles marinara or some shit. Oh, can't move the fucking body, Christopher. Fucking cowboyitis. Wait, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we have some post, post yeah, life aid so, uh, uh, stuff, right? So something that actually would have totally ruined that suspense to oh, finding oh, that out. Oh, oh, rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> One thing we spoke about that we wanted to talk to or talk about that I don't think we got to here. Um, great call. Or were you going to get to it with the ride? That's yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think that's shut my fucking mouth. <laughs> Bada bing. No, because that was a perfect point for it. Two minds. (laughs) Two minds, two mouths, my friend. Yeah, so the... um, (laughs) (laughs) That that little uh, twist of, you know, knowing that was definitely uh, imminent of Syl going to whack aid there would have been spoiled by that flashback that happens in the ride episode. They were planning on putting that... That was filmed. That was for long-term parking... Dre, 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 Dre. Where Christopher what talks I, to. What do you call it? Dre, Dre, Dre. I'm going to call it Dre still. Fuck um, IMDb. Uh, Dre and uh, yeah, Stevie actually backed her as well and uh, fought to keep that scene out. Take it out. And when Christopher it. is talking to Tony about, I can't do it. Right, right. And crying yeah. in the basement. Yes. Telling Sorry, him what not, happened. Not, yeah. not, not say the scene for sure. Yeah. That scene. Great scene. Great acting from Michael Imperioli. Incredible stuff. That. I think it would have been like too much, too overwhelming if that was actually also in long term parking. To be honest, too, that would, I think that would just would have been, yeah, a little, totally a too much see stacked it. in that. Totally episode. see it coming at that point, and you would have seen it coming. Yeah, which I think that was really her main argument, wasn't it? Yeah, about she's why like, she wanted it out. She's like, then, then all that following stuff. It's like you know, even if she does run off, and then all of a sudden it cuts back. It's like, well, she's definitely dead. Then now, you know, it's not like until that turn off into the woods we're not really imagining that's gonna happen but most maybe i don't know maybe some are a bit more uh in tune with that with that stuff with that stuff some uh, quasimodo predicted all of this <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah there's uh that flashback great stuff and that would have been some of the last that we hear or see of Adriana, but she has two other little cameos throughout the sixth season. One short one where she kind of fades away in the members only intro. A little great moment there with uh, Carmela. And, um, you know, a little sad, sad, somber moment, really, actually. But uh, one of my favorite episodes, members only. And then as well, Carmela's Dream, which we've probably talked about this in another in the dream dream episode we did check that out oh nicely done my friend <laughs> great uh great little dream moment uh adriana and oh little cosette and <laughs> you know makes a little return there in paris in the Chibere. and uh yeah 
the gendarmerie tells Carmela she's got to tell her her friend's dead, you know. Another sad moment. Not a nice not a nice dream to have. More of a nightmare, I guess. But, um, yeah, that's the, the last we see of Aid. But another interesting thing I wanted to add in, too, with that, um, I feel like some of Aid rubs off onto Carm when you get to the end. Like, um, a lot of Carmela's getting back into the spec house stuff mm-hmm. i feel like comes oh, around yeah, yeah, just yeah. after aid's death well, well you know he tony doesn't want her fishing around anymore right she, he's, he's yeah, at, she's asking too many questions doesn't want her fishing around she, either that, that he, too but she's not he's not leaning on the housing inspector then okay so you gotta lean on the housing inspector my wife needs a fucking hobby because she's fucking running the mouth she's sticking her nose around next thing you know she's gonna become a problem she's gonna figure out we fucking killed Aid. Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah but i think um what I mean by some of aid rubs. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's a different point. Yeah, no, 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 that's a great point as well. Um, that's just like the um, she's kind of doing that kind of business kind of mindset. You know, kind of wants to be her own kind of thing, not having to be supportive, supported by Tony. You know, maybe uh, and I'm not sure if that was totally aid's mindset earlier on, but no, uh, but she does. It was that, definitely, you know, and then better. I think too with that members only thing with the um adriana's you know i guess ghostly figure there asking carmela who's gonna live here and carmela's like oh family it's like that's what uh unfortunately she never had got to have adriana so it's and that that, ties in there something something there yeah for sure that's a good point and it's definitely a moment the first time you see you're like wait what what's going on Mm -hmm. it's like you don't totally think it's like another flashback or something yeah because they mess around with uh the uh with flashbacks they mess around with uh what, what is it the um you know uh super dimensional not super dimensional what the fuck with the uh but the black magic you know satanic black magic yeah with the uh para uh, super super normal paranormal paranormal yeah the super normal <laughs> super. you know the fucking super normal guys <laughs> the super normal <laughs> superstitious <laughs> this guy is so fucking normal <laughs> I'd call him super normal. So but yeah, the, the paranormal activities the, and, and, the, and the dark black magics and the this and the that. But yeah, you know, that, that gets tossed around the Sopranos. And by season six, you already know that they've done that a few times. So you don't know. Right. you know. And there's people, I'm not one of them at all, and I think it's really fucking bogus, but there's people like, oh, we don't see her get killed. Maybe she didn't die. Maybe she didn't. Yeah, it's, that's a reach for me. I, I, I mean, I think there's 0% I, 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 chance, but... I'd I want, guess in I'd that want moment to believe it. I want to, but you know, I'm just saying for those people in that moment, seeing for the first time, Adriana, you know, being there. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. shit. You know, maybe she's right. Yeah. No, she's see, see, see. Oh, wait, maybe he was, missed. Yeah. That maybe no. he ran out of bullets. Wait a minute, she's a ghost. Okay. Some, but some, some have the reach theory that say, Oh, he just popped some shots and told her, like, get out of here. Run for it. We never <laughs> want to see you again. This town ain't big enough for the two of us, tits. <laughs> you hear what I say, town? I said tits, not toots. <laughs> yeah. Would have been nice, but uh, yeah. Yeah, not, I, not likely. I don't think it ended up that yeah. way. Not in the Sopranos yeah. world. But I think that is a good hit on our only aid episode here. I don't know if you have anything else to uh, get there to, but... A hit is a hit. Yeah, a hit is a fucking hit. That was a hit. That was a fucking hit. I hope you were a fan. You know, not an only fan. Maybe. Hey. And maybe you are. Maybe you are. And if you are, God fucking bless you. You're living a great life. A better <laughs> life than I'm living. That's for fucking sure. 
Ride the baby uh, boat. Hey, you know what? I wonder what the fuck Penn is doing right now. Penn and Teller. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder Vince, if Vince Vaughn wasn't there. <laughs> do you, do you think Penn and Teller and just Penn ever regrets letting they get away? <laughs> Laying up at night, thinking about magic tricks and Adriana La fucking Shava. Ooh, that's my magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> I get fucking filthy about it. Oh, all right, everybody, you that stay is, safe. That is all, folks. Take care. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs>